0: Hi there and welcome to the third dig a bit for our new study of comfort the God of all comfort I guess the most common question so far in our study together is number four in the very first lesson it says having completed these exercises and that is I'm going through the book of first Corinthians to find the issues the problems that were in the Corinthian church prior to the writing of 2 Corinthians, and then also reading the article by Wayne Jackson about one of those specific problems from 1 Corinthians 5. Then number four says, having completed this, comment about the comfort level of being a Christian in the church at Corinth prior to the reception of the first letter from Paul by the body there. So we make an imaginary list and we bring the situation closer to our homes today. These are not situations that did happen, for the most part. They are things that could have happened. We're using our imagination a little bit, and we're making situations that are pretty consistent with biblical concepts and situations presented in the book of 1 Corinthians. So I'm presenting them here to help us practically apply the word and receive its comfort in our 21st century lives. So what if you had been the daughter of Stephanus? Can you think of ways in which your baptism, your walk with Christ, might make your fellowship with the Corinth congregation a little bit challenging? So, we're going to find the references to Stephanus in the book as we think about this. So, the first reference to Stephanus, of course, and I'm giving you this example because many have, well, some have contacted me and said, I don't understand what we're doing in number four. Well, I just want you to think about what if you were this person. Put yourself in this situation after thinking about what kind of society Corinth was. Put yourself in the first century church and think how you might have felt if you had been on either side of the fence. If you had been the person who was weak or if you had been the person who was strong, if you had been the person who was involved in sin or if you had been the person who was trying to get someone out of sin. What if you were the new convert Or what if you were the person who was trying to convert someone in the city of Corinth? So as we look at the letter of 1 Corinthians, we first read about Stephanus in the beginning of the book when Paul is pointing out that they were so divided over who had baptized them and they were glorying. They were puffed up if they were baptized by an important person. And of course, we know looking back that it makes no difference who the baptizer is The purpose of the baptism, the washing away of sins, is what is important. It's what's crucial in the baptism. It's what you believe as you are baptized. And it is that washing that you receive there. So we find here that there were divisions based on who baptized you and who you were following as your favorite preacher or teacher. And then Paul said this. He said, I'm grateful that... I didn't baptize any of you except Crispus and Gaius, lest anyone should say that I had baptized in my own name, lest someone would accuse me of trying to get a, a following, some kind of glorification from the people that I had baptized. And then he said in verse 16, I also baptized the household of Stephanus. Besides that, I don't know whether I baptized any other. So we do know that the household of Stephanus, according to this glory, according to this puffed-up attitude that some were having in the church, that they would have been able to say, if they had wanted to, well, we were baptized by the great Apostle Paul. Well, so Stephanus and family was baptized by Paul himself, and we know from then the end of the book that they were among the very first Achaean converts. Now this peninsula we've talked about where Corinth was, Achaea, was very important. It was important to travel. It was important to trade. It was a cosmopolitan melting pot of many different nations of people and ethnic um, tribes of people. And so we have this very important spot in the in commerce, in trade, in travel, and in religion. Really, we have this spot here that's very affluent and very cosmopolitan. And so here we have these people of Achaia listening to the gospel. And if they obeyed the gospel, they were having to turn their backs on a lot of what society really respected. And so Stephanus and his household were some of the first ones to do that. If we look toward the end of the book, when we read about Stephanus again in chapter 16, we read about them in verses 15 and in verse 17 of 1 Corinthians chapter 16, Paul says, I beg you, brethren, you know the household of Stephanus that it is the first fruits of Achaia. These are the first Christians in Achaia. So, okay, they were baptized by Paul, and this household was also the bedrock. They were the first ones to to have been baptized. And... They have, the King James Version says, addicted themselves. The American Standard Version says they've set themselves. They have addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints. So not only were they baptized by Paul, not only were they the first converts down on the bottom of that extremely affluent peninsula, but they addicted themselves to serving other people. They could have been the ones who were puffed up and said, look at us, but they were the ones who looked at other people and said, what can we do to serve you? But then Paul says this statement, which is um, incredibly difficult in the lives of people of whom this is said. He said, I beg you that you, church at Corinth, submit yourselves to such and to everyone who helps with us and labors i want you to submit yourselves to the household of stephanus because they are good examples i want you to look to them and i want you to try to be like them and if they ask you to do something i want you to do it so paul is exalting the household of stephanus here he says they're hard workers he also says in the next verse i am glad of the coming of stephanus and Fortunatus, and Achaicus. For that which was lacking on your part, they have supplied. He's saying, I just want you to look at this household. I want you to submit to them. If they ask you to do something, I want you to do it. Because when you weren't doing what you were supposed to do, they were making up the difference. They came to me and supplied what I needed. So he's bragging on the household of Stephanus and Fortunatus, Fortunatus and Achaicus. Okay, but he says here, I want you to follow them in all of these good works that they do. And that's all that we know about the household of Stephanus. So do you know some people today who are well-respected perhaps in your congregation or maybe in the brotherhood in general? Do you know some of those people? And is it true that sometimes those people are criticized? Of course it is. The Bible tells us that uh, let not many of you and James become teachers, brethren, knowing that those who become teachers have the greater accountability they have the greater condemnation if they mess up. And so here, these, the household of Stephanus, look at them. The first converts, major Paul supporters. And there was a lot of criticism of Paul, apparently, at this time, coming from some of the churches, including the church of, at Corinth, of his apostleship. So they're some of the first converts, They're major supporters of Paul. They've addicted themselves to serving the brethren. They're just good people. And Paul says, I want you to submit to them. I want you to follow them. I want you to look at their example. Well, I'm telling you what, if there were people in Corinth and there were who were puffed up, we know that from chapters 1 and 2 and chapter 5. If there were people who were involved in sin and who were glorying in sin, as we know from chapter 5, do you not think those people would have been attacking the household of Stephanus? Who do you think you are that we should follow you? Who are you to judge us? Does this sound a bit familiar in some circles of congregations of the Lord's Church today? I'm just saying that in number 4, the first one is, what if you had been the daughter of Stephanus? Can you imagine some ways in which your baptism might make your fellowship with the Corinth congregation challenging? Who do you think you are? I'm just going to say Stephanie right here because it's just like Stephanus. She was the daughter of Steph. So who do you think you are, Steph? Who do you think you are? Because Just because you were baptized by Paul? Just because you were one of the first converts? Oh, oh, look at this letter. Paul tells us to submit to you. Who are you? That we should submit to the household of Stephanus. I beseech you, brethren, you know the house of Stephanus, that it's the first fruits of Achaia. And they have addicted, it's not just Stephanus, his whole household had addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints. Chapter 16, verse 15. I'm just saying. That if there, if you're the daughter of Stephanus, you're in this household that is addicted to serving, first fruits of Achaia, baptized by Paul, doing the best you can to get to heaven, there are going to be some people who want the glory for themselves who are going to say, submit to you? Are you kidding me? I'm supposed to try to be like you? Every single time... Uh, it it just think about judas let's just let's go back to that room where jesus was being anointed and judas said, "whoa, what's this woman doing anointing you? We could have sold this ointment for 300 pence." Almost every time something good is being done, there will be someone who criticizes. And almost without fail, that person who criticizes will be the person who's not doing the good. Now, I, lest, lest you say, oh, but Cindy Collie, you're too negative. I think that we should just look at overall at the book of 1 Corinthians. This church was a struggling church. This church was puffed up about some things that were sinful. And Paul picks out this family of Stephanas and says, I'd like for you to follow them. I'd like for you to emulate them. Well, if you were a teenager, let's just... For a minute, let's just imagine that there were teenagers in the household, and there very well could have been. If you're a teenager in that household, and somebody's looking at you, and the apostle has said, try to be more like them. Try to be more like this teenage girl. Well, I'm just telling you, that is going to be something that rubs people who want to live in sin, and there were those people in Corinth. It's going to be something that rubs those people the wrong way. Who are you to judge us? Who are you to think you're better than we are? Even though apparently she was addicted to... She would have been if she... If if indeed there was a teenage girl, she would have been addicted to serving. Whoever was in that household would have been addicted to serving, but I believe that it would have necessarily drawn some criticism from those people who were weak in the faith. So therefore, Paul's admonition, I'm begging you, I'm begging you to look to them who have addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints in the household of Stephanus, and submit yourselves unto such, and to everyone who helps with us and labors. When there are people who are known for, as the household of Stephanus was, good works who are known for service when there are those people we should look to those people and we should strive to emulate them and we should not be those voices who say oh they just think they're so good sometimes even the word pharisaical when people are really trying to do right sometimes it draws that criticism they're just pharisaical trying to do every letter of the law but they don't have the right attitude well, just because we're, someone is trying to do everything that the law says, everything that the New Testament law says, doesn't necessarily mean that their attitude is not one of the addiction to the service of the saints. So that's, those are just ideas. And maybe that was not the case. But I believe that there were those who were probably critical of the household of Stephanus simply by the reason of the fact that Paul said, I'm begging you. To look to them. And the verse that proceeds says, Watch, stand fast in the faith, quit you like men, or be like men, be strong, let all things be done with charity. I beg you to be like the household of Stephanus. If there were those who were puffed up, and we believe that there were from previous chapters, it would have been very difficult for them to hear the words, We want you to be like these first fruits, these people who were baptized by Paul. All right, just ideas there. You can draw your own conclusions. I just want you to think about, through these questions, what it would have been like to have been in the household of, not just in the household of Stephanus, but in various kinds of households within this first century church of Corinth. The goal to see how God's comfort was needed and how it was applied in the book of 2 Corinthians. I hope you have a great day.